Good evening, Merva Rabbi Last night we began a new section over here within Perek Dalid, and that is what the Chavasavavis coined as the Mutter section. Things that are not Tzivuyim, they're not commandments that we have to do. They're not prohibitions, things we're not allowed to do. But things in the realm of Mutter, that we're allowed to do. And then the only question is, but how much are we allowed to do? So striking the right balance is the key for this to be on the good side or not. Vahamut are things that are permissible. And he says, the day I see book, if it's with the right amount, it's for the requisite amount, it's what's necessary for the person, then it's good. If it's too much, then we explain, that could lead to sin. Too much even of things which are permissible. We're not talking about the person is doing an Avera. He's not engaging in anything that's sinful. But still, too much of things even that are permissible can lead a person to sin. As we quoted several Gemaras. And then he's going to have a third category within this, and that is you do too little. And that we'll have to see. But just to pause for a moment, because we are just in the beginning of Bein HaMitzarim. What we call the three weeks, the days leading up to Tishabov, which of course we always hope will be the real Moyed, as the Gemara in the end of Taina says that really Koro Alai Moyed, the Pasuk says, says that Tishabov really is a Yomtev. Right now it's a Yomtev that's uh, ensconced in tragedy, ensconced and covered up in mourning, but really deep within is a great simcha, and it will one day again be a great simcha. So, as it relates to what we're learning here in Chavis Avavis, we find something quite fascinating. Chavis Avavis gives us three basic areas of things that are permissible, and if we do the right amount of it, we take what's necessary for our survival for our well-being, for our comfort, for our yeshivadas, to have peace of mind, then it's acceptable. Too much, too little, is not good. What are the areas that he brings? So he brings Michalomishta, Malbush, and Mixe. Basically, food, clothing, and shelter. He then throws in also Dibur. And we're going to see, he's going to talk about Dibur, about speech, how much we talk. And in the next part of this category, the Chelek Ashlishi, where it's a person who does too little, he also talks about Shena, about sleep. So that's very interesting, we'll see that in Mitzvah next time, about talking too much or too little, and sleeping too much and too little. So we'll, we'll deal with that when we get to it next time. But for now, the main categories that he brings is eating, clothing, and shelter. And why that's fascinating and how it relates to this time of year is as follows. The Gemara in the end of Perek Cheska Sabatim, that's the third Perek in Mesechtas Bava Basra, all the way at the end of a long Perek of Cheska Sabatim, Tav Samachom and Beis, the Gemara digresses and talks about the Churban Abayis. 
the Brisa tells us like this, and as when the second temple was destroyed, when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed at the hands of the Romans, Robu Prushin be Yisrael, many pious Yidden stopped doing a lot of things that they used to do. They stopped drinking meat entirely. They stopped drinking wine entirely. No meat, no wine. Sir Yeshua told them, Bonai, why are you not eating meat? Why are you not drinking wine? And they said, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi, how could we eat meat? This was the meat that would go on the Mizbeach and be brought as carbonis daily. And now that has stopped because of the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. How could we eat it? This was Makravagam Mizbeach, and now it's bought. We should drink wine. Wine, they used to have the wine libations on the Mizbeach on a regular basis. Now that has ceased to be, it's bottle. We should drink wine. We can't drink, bring ourselves to drink wine. So then he asked him, well, to then don't eat any produce, don't eat any fruits, because we bring Bikurim, we bring Karbonus of Lechem. So, Gemara answers in different ways. Until Rabbi Yeshua finally told them, listen, it may be something that is meritorious. He says, but it's not something that we can start and promote. Because it's a gezeira she'ein reiv Yisrael Yisrael yechelen lamed boy, and a gezeira the ein reiv atzibur yechelen lamed boy. If most of the people, most of the population can't really hold up to that standard, Chazal didn't make gezeira. So to say the entire year you're not going to drink wine, you're not going to eat meat is too much for people. Therefore, we abolish it now. Now we know, as the Gemara tells in the halachas. Paskin and Hilchas Tishabov, that by the Suda Hamafsekes, that's the meal right before Tishabov. This year it falls out on Shabbos. We don't have a Suda Hamafsekes, but in a normal year if it falls out during the weekday. The Suda going into Tishabov and Eretz Tishabov, the Suda Hamafsekes, the final Suda, you're not allowed to minadin. You're not allowed to eat Boser. And there the Vilna Gaon says, based on this Gemara. What do you based on this Gemara? This Gemara says that we don't make such a Gzairin. The answer is what the Vilna Gaon is saying is for the entire year not to eat meat, not to drink wine, that's too much for people to, ha- to handle. But for one meal a year, that they can do. Now it's interesting, but the Bnei Ashkenaz, we back it up until Rosh Chodesh Av. The entire nine days from Rosh Chodesh Av and onward, we don't eat, drink Wine, we eat meat. The Bnei Svarad, the Svardim only do the Shvor Shechalba. It seems like that may be also part of that. And as we backed it up, but it's not a Medina, the Gemara, it's only a Minuk. Okay. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yeshua says, this is not something that can be taken on and promoted for everybody. Rather, what do we do? So at the end of the day, the Gezeira, in terms of doing things for Churban Beis Hamikdash to always be cognizant and remember about the Churban Beis Hamikdash, the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, is like this: Sod Adam Es A person puts special lime on his walls when he builds a house. He should leave over a little space that is not put with this special plaster. 
How much says the Gemara? An ama al ama. One square ama. Where should it be? It should be facing where you enter. That's number one. Secondly, Oise Adam called Sarche Suda Umeshayadavamur. The person makes a, a Suda, has a meal, and invites guests, it's a special meal, and he leaves out one item. He leaves out either a place, he leaves out one of the uh, one of the courses, he leaves out a food item. And thirdly, Oisa Isha Koltakshitel, a woman is getting dressed up to go out, and she Mishayeres Dovermwood. She leaves one thing over. So in others, there's areas where we do curtail to remind us of the Churban Beis Hamikdash as a Zeichel Churban, a remembrance for the destruction. We do certain things in a lesser fashion. But it's interestingly points out the Teres Chaim, one of the great Achreinim, that what are these three areas? Building a house, we leave out an Amalama. Having a Suda. And clothing. These three areas. Exactly what Chavis Avavis is mentioning here. Food, clothing, and shelter. Says the Teres Chaim, what's the Pshat in that? Says the Pshat is simple. These are the basic three necessities that every person needs. You need shelter, you need a roof over your head. You need clothing, you need to dress yourself. And you need to eat. So Chazal said, it's too much to look at whatever was in the base Hamigdosh. And say, whatever was there, whatever was used as carbonus, as from libations, as that we shouldn't partake in, that's too much. But rather, there are areas of everybody's daily life and things that are necessities for everybody. And in that area, just do a little less. You build a house, do a little less. Don't plaster the entire house. Leave an amalama over. You're having a suda, wonderful have an expansive suda, but leave one course out, leave one food item out. You're getting dressed up to go out, okay, but don't put on all of your jewelry, don't put on all of your fancy jewelry, one, leave one thing out. Says the Teres Chaim, that's the idea. Because these are three areas of basic necessities of life. The Ben Yoda goes one step further, and he says, it's not only that these are three areas that are necessities of life that people deal with on a regular basis, every day there's food, clothing, and shelter. But in these three necessities of life, in these three areas, we also find allusion to what, indeed what was in the Beis Hamikdash, namely food that was brought on a daily basis in the in the Beis Hamikdash. That they brought kabonis. That Chazal describe it. That's the the food It's as if like the Mizbeach eats it up Kaviyokl. That's the to to understand it in, in in our sense. So there is an idea of reminding ourselves that we do have less food to remind ourselves that we're missing something, namely the Kabonis. We have less in terms of dress, and that reminds us, says the Ben Yoda, of the big day kahuna. That that also we don't have anymore since the destruction of the base of Middush. There's no more Kayhanim wearing the big day kuna because they only wear it while they're in the base of Middush. So that too reminds us when we have something less in terms of our clothing, in terms of dress, that's to remind us about the big day kuna. And finally, shelter. We did food, we did clothing, we do shelter. Shelter 
that's for the base Hamigdash itself. So when we build the new house, we remind ourselves, it can't be perfect. It can't be that every last detail of the house is done properly and perfectly, because it reminds us that we have to lack in our house, just as HaKadosh Bohu was lacking in his house. His house is no longer here. And a, a beautiful pshat I heard from a, a good old chaver of mine, the Yakamisha Katz, a great guy in the Magid Shir in the Meir Yeshiva. He says, it's interesting that this Gemara is found, this Agatha Gemara, this idea is found, which is halak, has a halakhic component as well, in the end of Perecheskas Abadim above Abbasra. What does it have to do with the Chrum Beis Amigdosh? So Rav Tzadik says, Rav Tzadik HaKoyim, that every Divrei Agoda is put particularly, perfectly, into a certain mesechta, a certain peric. For example, Rav gives the example that the churban based hamidash, the episodes of the actual churban and being exiled is found in the fifth peric of Gittin. Why Gittin? Because Gittin talks about divorce, separation. So here we were separated from a Baruch Hu. That's the most opportune place. Here this is about building a house and leaving something out having a suda in your house and leaving something out, getting dressed up within our homes and something that we do on a regular basis and leaving something out, that reminds us of the Beis Hamidosh. It's in Cheskas Habatim. Cheskas Habatim talks all about how you acquire a house. So we remind ourselves at the end of Cheskas Habatim, we want to acquire a house in certain halachas, how you do it, how many years you have to be there, what proofs you have to bring. But we're talking about possession, ownership of a house. And we remind ourselves at the end of this peric, this is the possession of our house, acquiring our own house. And we remind ourselves at the end, you say, really, we have to always remember, we should be missing something in our house, because HaKadosh Baruch was missing something in his house. He's missing the entire house. So we ask HaKadosh Baruch we're doing these little things to remind us, you should make the big chazak on your house, and rebuild the Beis Hamidash once again. A good night.